Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old, they are not here. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> With the sound of the cuckoo, you know that it is time for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! Hooray! I am Emmett Davenport. And I am Lady Addercop. And I almost uh, choked right there. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't remember the words. So it's like sometimes words are hard. And sometimes breathing is hard as well. It was was a combination thereof of swallowing air in the wrong way and Ah. also... The fact that I f- really, really forgot what I was supposed to be saying at the beginning <laughs> of the show, despite the fact that I have said it the same way. What is this place? Where for are we? A million years. Why are we here? I that don't is know. The, the question. The deep questions. That is the deep very questions. Much the deep question. That's what we're known for. It, true, true. Also, possibly becoming a Our Flag Means Death of. Uh, Fan Pan- show. <laughs> Fan show. <laughs> I think that might just be. Hey, maybe we are it's not just me. The, we are not the only ones. I, you know that I listen to a lot of podcasts because I spend a lot of time in the car, right? Driving. Uh, I'm doing things in the car. I'm not just sitting in there. Thank you, everyone, for asking. Uh, but, I would. I hope you're driving. Yes, I'm, I'm on the road. You know, <laughs> on in, your way. Thanks. Do going going places, doing stuff. Uh, but I have two, two. Two of the shows I listen to are doing Blackbeard episodes oh. right now, so we're not the only ones. Okay, <laughs> that's just fair. The whole nation is having a "Our Flag Means Death" moment. A uh, love affair. A love affair with pirates. It's really <laughs> funny. It's quite amusing to be basically everyone being Mr. Ducky levels of excited about pirates. Right oh now. yes, yeah. <laughs> Ducky is a, Mr. Ducky is a longtime pirate fan. He is. Uh, I know so much. I asked, remember last week when I was trying to remember the name of the pirate that was a captain that was a t- teetotaler. And oh, like yeah. A, he knew. I was like, what was the name of that captain? And he what said, was his name? I forget. He oh. told me, and I immediately lost the information. Oh, no. all right. Well, I'll have to ask. I mean, I could Ducky Google again. it, but I'm not going to. That's <laughs> just going to ask Ducky again. That's fine. Ducky, what was the name of that pirate? And he's like, oh, he was a real psycho. It's so-and-so. Let me tell you five more facts about him. So. Right. Everybody's got a thing that they're really, really excited and gung ho about. Sometimes, sometimes that changes mm-hmm. from from week to week or month to month or That's year true. to year. And then some people are like, "Nope, this is the only thing that I am <laughs> fanatical about, and I will be to, and I will take it to my grave." Ducky, Ducky knew so much about pirates. We got invited by the pirates at the at the Renaissance Fair one year. Uh, they asked if we wanted to come over after the Renaissance Fair was closed 
so that we could drink and help them launch stuff with the trebuchet into the lake. Oh, did you do it? No, because I had my little sister with me oh. and her friend. Oh. So, like, there were two 13-year-olds that I was responsible for, oh. so I could not... Oh, so you were being... You were a, being... A good de- older sister. Decent... Yeah. If, decent if, people. If it was just my sister, I might be like, Tess, do you want to launch crap into the lake with a trebuchet? But then... I had to. I had one of her friends with yes, us as well, so, so I couldn't. But I'm, I'm very sad. I didn't get to <laughs> because we were asking them about the trebuchet, and they're like, "Yeah, after the grand fair closes, we all drink and throw things in the lake." And I was like, "Oh, I I've never like wanted to. to do this anymore in my life." They're like, "You can come over after they close if you'd like," and I was like, "Oh." I can't. Meanwhile, I almost gave my my little sister to a goth band once. <laughs> Just to have? Just to have. Do you have any roadies? I've got I've got oh, no, they, I've got they a were, kid run around they, here. It was it, they were very apparently they were just very taken with her and and kept trying to kept trying to get her to get into their van and go and go on <laughs> tour with them and she kept going, "No." I don't want to hang out with gross goth boys. Because <laughs> she was, because that was, you know. I mean, was she wasn't wrong. She, was. she wasn't wrong. But but it was very, very funny. And I'm going, well, how much you got? I mean. Yeah, I, are you willing like, to pay? But, you know, she is very difficult. She's, very difficult. But she's small. She doesn't eat much. Yes. Stow her in the back. Yeah, just throw her back there. And, yeah. So. Oh, no one has ever offered me money for my siblings. Yeah. I did. I, I. Did think I was getting kidnapped once, and I, because <laughs> you know how you do when you're a kid. Uh, my something had happened with when we lived with my grandmother. Something had happened, and she couldn't come pick us up. So she sent a friend that she thought we would recognize. We did not. Oh yeah, that's uh, always like no. But then my brother got into her car, <laughs> my yes. younger brother, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm getting kidnapped today because I can't let him get in there by himself." Because I'm the older sister, so I gotta get kidnapped along with him. Yeah, I almost got kidnapped. I mean, multiple I almost, times yeah. as a as a child because being a small child in like the seventies and eighties. Uh, oh yeah, they a lot of your clothes had your name on it. We and and so yeah. I had a I remember having like a baseball shirt that had Emmett written across the back of it. You know. Printy puffy letters on the back, and yeah, so you know people on, would just and people would just periodically be yelling, "Hey, Emmett! Hey, hey! Come here! Come here! Come here!" And I'd be like, "Oh, hey! Do I know you? I don't know. I you. must." And apparently, I was a very trusting child, and I just would go <laughs> over and be like, "Hi." Apparently, <laughs> I was not. Clearly, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this some random old lady tries to pick me up. I'm not getting in her car. Excuse me, ma'am, but I know all about stranger danger. Yeah. I don't care that you're my grandma's friend. I also sure knew you're about, my grandmother's friend. I my also knew about stranger danger, friends. but sometimes I would bring strangers home because <laughs> they, they were down on their luck and gave me a sob story, and I felt bad, and I wanted I to help them. them home. And I would bring them home, and then I would get a very strict, talking strong to. talking to. I mean, to be fair. About yes. the fact that, like, we understand... That we've taught you to be kind to others and to and mm-hmm. to do the right thing, but bringing people 
home is not, not what we meant. It's not the right thing. Oh, but she seemed, she was nice and she was down on her luck and she had a very sad story and I thought we could help her get home. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, no, that's no, not, no, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a, how the murders begin. That's that's how your episode of Forensic Files yes, starts. Yeah, I, it wasn't, it wasn't until, it wasn't until at least my teenage years that I became more uh, jaded and sour <laughs> and the became world. the mopey bloomers that that we you see that. that you see before you whereas <laughs> the, so the world destroyed your yes, soul yeah it was when i was young and innocent and sweet and trusting and naive you fool and gullible <laughs> my, and all the other stupid words <laughs> my brother and i almost got kidnapped once uh, my dad chased the dude and like <laughs> followed the guy in his car until he lost him um Yes, he stopped in front of our house, and we were playing in a pile of wood. You know, how like you, do you do as yeah. a child. They had cut some trees back, and so there was, like, these big piles of branches, and we're like, hell yeah, let's get in there. Like, so we did. And this guy stopped, parked his car right in front of us and asked us if Ed McMahon lived there. Why he pulled Ed McMahon out of his ass, I don't know. But we were like, no. <laughs> He's like, like, well, does Ed McMahon live anywhere around here? We're like... No, <laughs> we knew who Ed McMahon was. I guess. And then my dad saw him talking to us, and because he had he had rolled down the window and started to open the car door. Oh. And my dad just happened to look out the window at that moment, saw him do that, and came out to the front porch. And the guy slammed the door shut and drove away. Whoa. And then my dad hopped in the car after him and followed him for a while. <laughs> Because uh, he kept stopping and talking to other children. Oh. Yeah. yeah so that... my dad thwarted t- at least three potential kidnappings that day. Well, he was mad, too. I think my he probably would have beaten him up if he had managed to catch him. But the guy noticed he was being followed and hopped onto a highway and got away from him. But So that's, yeah. I think he called the cops and told the cops. And they were like, okay. Oh, <laughs> you nice. know, You know. That one. <laughs> ah, Florida. <laughs> oh, fun, fun. Yay. Well, did he actually kidnap any of the kids? I don't know what you expect us to do about it. <laughs> it's the, it was the 80s, you know. Yeah, I know. They were like, There's just kids everywhere. Please look, take some. <laughs> I mean, have you seen how many kids there are out there? Like, please, take some of them. We keep finding them dead on the highway. Like, oh. <laughs> You, on the you, side of the highway. You on don't, the side of the highway. You don't see the correlation, maybe? For the kidnapping? That was, that was not the same time that the police kept insisting that all the bodies that were showing up on the side of I-95 in suitcases were not the work of a serial killer. Oh. That was a different time. It was in just, the 90s. It was just... <laughs> yeah. Unrelated it's just corpses. Common. It's just a common occurrence. Unrelated corpses of young women in suitcases near the side of the road. Oh. Like I just remember that like just going, random. Yeah. It's just totally random. I remember that press conference as a kid, like catching it as you're walking through and then going, we reassure the the population that this is not the work of a serial killer. And it's like, which is less upsetting? I don't that there's a that, that a there's whole lot of people yeah, just doing that it. there's multiple people killing young women and dropping them off in suitcases <laughs> on the side of the road, or that there's just one person doing it, which is less upsetting because they both seem pretty bad. Yeah, that's yeah. There's not a, it's not a glass half full scenario. No. I feel like no. Yeah, no, that's not. 
Yeah. This is why when I met a, a prosecutor, no, a defense attorney one time who took on public cases, it was like, oh man, that sounds like a hard job. And she was like, my job is great. I get paid to yell at cops all day. <laughs> and I was, I was like, all right. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to play some music. And the rest you can keep. And the rest you can keep. 
Diddly with Before You Accuse Me, Take a Look at Yourself. Started before that, we had Elbow with Grounds for Divorce. <laughs> Those two songs are related. And starting off our set was XTC with Dear Madam Barnum.
you gotta sleep a moment on the road I will steal for you and if you wanna work the streets alone well I'll disappear for you and if you wanna father for your child or if you wanna walk with me a while across the sand I'm your
there was a bee, a pretty little bee, I see why you might choose it. I'd rather have a madman wasp, cause he plays all the music. Choose the madman wasp, he plays all the music.
that's Rufus Wainwright with Rules and Regulations. Before that, we had Duke Special with Ballad of a Broken Man. And starting off our set was Nick Cave with I'm Your Man.
the Cramps with New Kind of Kick. Before that, we had Pixies with I've Been Tired. And starting off our set is Adamant with Cool Zombie.
You never had rabies, you never gained weight You never drank poison, you watched what you ate You never came home with a terrible scar You never so much as put a scratch on my car You never got measles, you never got gout You never got dizzy and you never fell out You never suggested we all play charades You never picked up any live hand grenades You twisted your ankle, I carried you got a divorce, so I married you. You fell off a cliff, so I buried you. I wish there were more bad times to see you through. Wish there were more bad times. 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 You never leaked oil, you never drank cleanser, and you never ate foil. You never got hurt by sticks and stones, you never choked on any big chicken bones. You never got mauled by a mad baboon, you never lost all the air in your balloon. You never got poked in the eye with a spork, you never got sick from all that leftover pork. You twisted your ankle, I carried you, you got a divorce, so I married you. So I buried you I wish there were more bad times To see you through I wish there were more bad times So many things did go wrong But the list is not long enough Not enough bad things To fill up a song Wish there were more bad times Wish there were more bad times Wish there were more bad times Presidents of the United States of America with bad times. Before that, we had Block Party with Little Thoughts. And starting off our set was the Zootons with Don't Ever Think Too Much.
pretend to be a vampire Like in stories round the campfire I'd suck your bloody froth Yes, the thing I'd be best at is impersonating Lest at if I only were goth In my casket purse I'm touting I'm Sturzen de Neubauten And pagan hymns to Thoth Yes, the world would be depressing Over death I'd be obsessing And this corpse that I'm undressing Would be sexier, I'm guessing With my diet I'd get scurvy And I'd worship Peter Murphy If I only were God. This week's episode is brought to you by Archibald H. Gearbottom, Robot Attorney Long have the imperfectly fleshy masses of law doctors, biased by glandular emotional fits, dominated the field of legal discourse. Let the cold logic of steel and the exquisite clockwork engineering of its rhetorical gearbox make objections stay objectionable, pick jurors with laser-guided accuracy, and file motions at speeds of well over 80 miles per hour. Nary a judge will remain unconvinced when its bowler flaps back with a jet of steam, it rears up behind the defense to its court-approved height of 12 feet and interjects, Permission to treat the witness as hostile, deploying cross-examination probe in five, four, three. Archibald H. Gearbottom, robot attorney. Court hastily adjourned. And, brood according to terrifying laboratory specifications, Leon Tangibosh's Every Butter can be used in any instance where one thing can be vastly approved by smearing it with something else. Employed as a bread topping, industrial lubricant, suntan lotion, or baby formula. Use it to cheat at baseball, cheat on your taxes, cheat on your spouse, cheat death, or subsequently hasten it. Leon Tangibosh's every butter. It's apparently helpful. And as always, the clockwork cabaret flitters down from the heavens in mass to clog the streets and driveways of Mad Wasp Radio. Get a shovel!
There's a God, he's embarrassed, and it's no secret why. Jukebox the Ghost with Hold It In. Before that, we had Thou Shalt Not with If Only I Were a Goth. And starting off our set was That Handsome Devil with Viva Discordia.
with angst in my pants. Before that, we had Oingo Boingo with Say Man I Was Before. And starting off our set was The Beths with I'm Not Getting Excited. Just out. 
Randy Newman with Maybe I'm Doing It Wrong. Before that, we had Neko Case with People Got a Lot of Nerve. And starting off our set was Elton John and Leon Russell with If It Wasn't For Bad. The lonely road you choose to travel on It must seem all So gone It must be wrong to Everything all spend alone are the happiest I've ever had That's what she'd say if she ever spoke to you But it's something she can never do Cause it's only by herself She'll find out what makes her different from the rest. Well, her clothes are blacker than the blackest car, and her face is whiter than the snows apart. She wears Dr. Martens and a heavy cross, but on the inside, she's a happy
Scissor Sisters with Better Luck Next Time. Before that, we had Klaus Nomi with The Cold Song. And starting off our set was The Divine Comedy with The Happy Goth. I use my outside voice because I have no choice. The barn that I was raised in was constructed out of noise. And now I'm all torn up because my buttercup up and gone and left me. Said she finally had enough. Left me. like this doesn't come easy but it does come cheap and you can help pay for it simply head over to madwaspradio.com and click on their donate button to help keep shows like ours on the british airwaves or if you like this clockwork of cabarets this crazy thing we do you can donate to us directly by going to agmeltstudios.com and donating one of multiple ways in fact we'll even take unmarked bills slipped discreetly under the nearest lavatory door. Black, I only wear black. Spring in my step, knife in my bag. It's just what I'm like. I keep it inside. Pills in my We can dive the beach, learn to surf and broke my 
suppose I'm not the only one who fails to see the I forgot what my mother said As we lay on your bed A city full of flowers A city full of rain I got seven days to live my life Or seven ways to die I don't regret anything at all I remember how we went On a bridge of violent people I was small enough to cry I got seven days to live my life Seven ways to die Still my trembling heart Seven days is to live my life Or seven ways to die I got 
David Bowie with Seven. Before that, we had the Wombats with I Only Wear Black. And starting off our set was They Might Be Giants with All Time What.
that was Interpol with the Heinrich Maneuver. Before that, we had Baby Shambles with There She Goes. And starting off our set was The Last Shadow Puppets with My Mistakes Were Made For You. It's true. And uh, Mr. Ducky is in the studio and tormenting poor Lady Addercop with visions of terrible old television episodes. Of of (laughs) very special episodes of Webster. Google it, children. You'll be like, why, why, why was this a show that existed, that needed to exist? And you know what? I don't know. You still don't know. It's about the time Webster almost murdered his adopted family by setting them on fire. Not on oh. purpose. It was an accident. That's why it's a very special episode. Oh. To t- also- teach kids about, about fire safety. Safety, Yes. That's because uh, I'm assuming that somebody on the crew or the actors had to do some community service. It was that was a thing, wasn't it? That they had to children's television had to have so much. Yes, but it was often also related to somebody getting in trouble. Yeah, that's true. That's also true. (laughs) That's that could be it as well. Yeah, Webster himself possibly. Who knows? He had. He had. he needed parole. <laughs> but yeah, there was also the very special episode of Punky Brewster where her friend climbs into a refrigerator and gets trapped and almost dies. Oh. Because that, that, that was the very special episode was teaching you kids, don't go into old refrigerators because you used to not be able to open them from the inside. You can now, but you could. Can you? Yeah. Okay. They, they actually redesigned. This is a true fact. They had to redesign refrigerators because kids would climb into them. People would climb it, like little kids usually, and close the door behind them and die. Wait, so what you're suffocate. saying is the the only scene that I have ever seen in Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull is not accurate because Indiana Jones pops open the that yeah. refrigerator. No, that would and be in a 19, 1950s. In 1950s, he would have. He would that movie would have been over already. It was true that you can survive a nuclear blast in, in, in that refrigerator. In a refrigerator, but he would have been dead. From yeah, suffocating. he would have died from suffocation. Yeah, see, oh, that's where that's that movie ol- would have ended. Yeah, that's the only scene that I know from that movie. I wasn't allowed to uh, watch the rest of it because uh, it's infuriating. Well, and bad. Rupert, Rupert, no, knew my love of. Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones and, and as we all did, as and he saw it without me, and then <laughs> and then said, no, "No, no, I'm just gonna save you from 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 this, and just tell you that no, you should never see it." He did show me that one scene, that scene, because that was the example he used as to why I shouldn't watch it, and I went, "Fair enough, okay, I'm good." I, so uh, I've never seen the it's rest a, of it. It's, a, it's essentially an extended episode of Ancient Aliens, which is a thing I'm not allowed to watch in our household because I get really mad and start yelling at the television. <laughs> I'm also not allowed to watch Hunting Bigfoot for the same reason. Oh, well. Because I just start yelling, how stupid do you think I am? We don't know what Bigfoot eats because it's not real. As much as I want him to be real in my heart, we don't know what Bigfoot's diet is. So, funnily enough, uh, Rupert's family's new neighbors are apparently really, really big into Bigfoot, and I've decided oh. that I am going to send them those those Bigfoot uh, cutouts. Oh, <laughs> and send some of the like the metal yes. Bigfoot cutouts to them to so that they can put it along their fence line. Our uh, listeners to torment them. Don't may have heard, some 
Old-time listeners might remember us mentioning this, but here where we record in North Carolina, there is a small local shop that sells nothing but giant metal sculptures. Yes, yeah. And uh, they happen to have... <laughs> they have big feet. A bunch of the, the Bigfoot cutout, metal cut, cutout yes. things, and I'm, I am temp- very, very tempted to... to Buy several of them and send them to I, Louisiana so they have, that they, they have can torment T Rexes and they have chickens. Yeah. Sometimes there is a pig. There's a, there was a unicorn. There was a unicorn that for I a really hot wanted. minute. Uh, there's usually some goats. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm very obsessed with that short store. I yes. want all of these. I want all <laughs> of them. Please give me all of your I most want to tacky put them all giant of, sculptures. Yeah, I want to put them all over the cafe grounds. Oh, that would be very good. Just, all of them. Oh, you know what? Uh, we we could do what setting up, calling our shop beforehand, and sinking yeah. it. Mister Ducky, what was the name of the pirate that was a teetotaler and a big old psycho? Bartholomew Roberts. Bartholomew Roberts. Oh, Bartholomew Captain Roberts. Roberts. Yes. There we go. Knew, That's I who knew. it was. Yes, I, act, <laughs> I I know the name. I <laughs> I knew. That, if, I I will not remember this next week. So because was, I will have already forgotten. Yes. So he was a big old teetotaler, fruity loops. Yes. Apparently a very a vicious pirate, a uh, a really uh, teetotaler on the seas, and uh, made everyone pray because he was also evangelical. Oh. <laughs> He's an evangelical pirate, you maybe, know. Maybe if he just, zealot. like... Yeah, a religious zealot. Maybe if he had just relaxed and had a... And had some Had drum. some fun. He, he could have. Fun was illegal on his ship. Ugh, just, <laughs> no fun. Only only Christianity. Why are you going to be a pirate if you're a you're teetotaler? <laughs> also, also a religious zealot. Why are you a pirate? Who are you going to proselytize to? Just your crew? Yeah, yeah. You got to. Yeah, you know you got to save all those murderer souls. <laughs> all those pirates. I guess. Oh and that boy. Seems, seems weird. Oh you know. well. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. It's. <laughs> There's always one. There's always one. There's always one in every group. There's always one. I mean, Uh, I have to deal with you constantly trying to get me to worship cryptids and start a cult. I mean, if that's not proselytizing, I don't know. I'm not saying you have to believe in a cult. You could just, you know, I'm just trying to get you to help me form a cult. You don't have to believe it. You can be a hypocrite. That's fine. I don't know. I'm fine with that. Well, good. I'm glad we've we've set that that boundary there. Yeah, yeah. and and I really do want cryptids to be le- to be real. Like I, I want ghosts to be real. I but know. I, don't I need actually to. believe in them, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I don't. That's why I can't watch Hunting Bigfoot because I start yelling at the TV. Like you don't know that. Like you can't tell me what Bigfoot's diet is because you don't know. How are you an expert? Yeah. Like how have you ever re- really? Caught one? That, that's uh, ancient aliens the same way. I just oh, start yeah. yelling at it. Like, these strange ship, sp- sp- like, ship-shaped jewels, uh, you know, bejeweled brooches from the... An- like, that's a fish! You know what a fucking fish looks like? That's a mother... That's a fish! <laughs> Tell me that's a spaceship. It's not an airplane. It's a fish, you... St- Ooh. How are you that bad at having eyes? And that's why I'm not allowed to watch Ancient Aliens. It's true. Or, or the Indiana, the, new, the latest Indiana Jones movie, because it's just an extended Ancient Aliens <laughs> with a sexy communist don't, instead of a sexy Nazi. Don't ruin it for me. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. I already know. 
<laughs> I already know about it. There's this, the sex, to be fair, the sexy communist does dress like a sexy Nazi. Well, so. it's a Kate Blanchett, so yeah. it's kind of hard not to be sexy. Well, I'm not, no judgment on Kate Blanchett. We love With that terrible we, wig. Yeah, they put her in a bad wig. Yes, you cut Kate Blanchett wig. and you put her in that? Yes, yes. In that wig? What are you doing? What, what are you doing? It's true. It's true. I don't understand. I know enough. Harrison. I know enough by osmosis without actually having to watch it. So, Harrison, so what are yes. you doing? So it's terrible, but yes. And with that. <laughs> so we scold Harrison Ford like he's personally responsible. Yes. I, I, I like Harrison Ford. He it's does okay. not look like he wants to be in that no, movie either. No, he just wanted a boat. He does. He did. Or an uh, airplane. I uh, think an airplane because he, <laughs> he probably crashed the last yes. one. Yeah, that's true. That's, a, that's all right. And with that. This has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Adderkopf. And they are Emmett Davenport. And it's not work we do. It's love. This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits. <laughs>